Are they all coming? I threw it out to everybody. Mm. Tim said if he could, he'd be late. Uh, Babe said he definitely would, which doesn't really mean anything. He smokes a lot of pot, though. He does smoke a lot of yeah. pot. And uh, Derek just straight up didn't respond to anything that I sent him. <laughs> He's a bass player, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bass player move, right? Just not saying anything. Yeah, he also just shaved his face, I think. And I think he's embarrassed about not having a beard. That's become quite a thing in the United States over the past 20 years. Having a beard. I know. It really took off after 9-11, which I don't know if that would be ironic. But it seemed like we were emulating our enemies by growing beards at that time. It could be. And now that Mm. it's, it's kind of a sign, not only is it fashionable, but it's a sign of manhood. And um, yeah, it is kind of weird, right? I, yeah. I haven't not had a beard. I maybe like two or three times since I got married about 18 years ago. I've just had a beard since then. And I hate not having one. It's very bizarre. It feels weird. I feel naked. I feel uh, I don't like not having one either. Like a child or something. I don't know. I am. Um, I had a clean shaven face about it may have been about 10 years ago. And that was the last time I had one. And that was because my wife and I went out for Halloween as uh, Tony and Candace from Portlandia from oh. the women, women bookstore. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, so I had to shave my face. And then I remember walking into work and everybody giving me this face when they saw me. So, you know, <laughs> like, Oh, okay. I get it. I'll start growing that back immediately. It's the face you made when you logged on and saw my bear hat. What are, we, is, are you recording? Are we doing an episode? Yeah. I just, I would keep it rolling. Russ, this is a Neil Young podcast, man. I just roll. I just right, hit you gotta, record. You gotta start rolling the tape as soon as, you know, everybody's in the room. Did you see the, the uh, thing in the news from 1982? Yes. Yeah. Does that really need Uh-oh. to come out though? Yeah, I, mean, I know. An 80s album? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it, is yeah. it a Geffen record? It was the first one. Remember he went to Hawaii with oh, like um, a bunch of like, well, with the, basically I think it was the Stray Gators and Crazy Horse. And he tried Stray to record Gators. this uh, like laid back, another Yacht Rock album. Jesus. And Geffen rejected it. The first offering to Geffen and oh, they rejected I think, it. Yeah, I think I remember this. I'm all in. The trans. But um, a, there was a little thing called Love was from that album and Like an Inca was from that album. Hmm. So a couple of tracks made it on there, but he's going to release the whole album as it was, I guess. And um, I listened, I found Love Hotel on YouTube, uh, a track huh. from that. And the sound quality is bad. So I'll wait to pass judgment on something with better sound quality since, you know, Neil's all about sound quality. Hmm. I wasn't too impressed with it, though. We should explain what we're doing. We, uh, we've already talked about monster episodes. And this was going to be one. We had a guest lined up, but uh, fucking snow in the northeast fucked everything up. And uh, we won't say who it is because we're probably going to have him in a couple weeks. But uh, so instead of uh, having that guest we had scheduled, I shot a message out to the 
other boys in town meeting, which is the band me and Russ are in. And I heard that two of them might come on. <laughs> so. Musicians. You just, they're not reliable. Yeah. Did you see that fucking Nails has an Instagram now? Yeah, I no, told I him, I told no, him I made one. Is it is it Nails Emporium? Yeah. Something, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm afraid to wash that shirt because it looks like it might shrink to a, a lady's small after one wash. I, this you is know? getting... I just feel like we've kind of created a monster a little bit. But a I'm also bit. very excited about it. He did... His most recent video was like an, instruct, an instructional video on... <laughs> How to use it? Oh, I didn't gun. know he posted. I yeah, he, it's, it's um, nails underscore Lofgren no, underscore. Yeah, I knew I knew that about the account, but I didn't know okay. he made a post. Yeah. Here with my first uh, instructional video for uh, Instagram here uh, today, I'm going to show you how to properly use a screw. First thing you're going to do is make sure you what? have the right bit for the right screw. What? And then you're going to want to take the screw and the uh, bit along with the drill and then just go ahead and put it right in the trash. You never use <laughs> screws, okay? They're oh, okay. inferior right. when it comes to nails. All right. All right. That's uh, Nails Lofkin, Nails Emporium first instructional video. You were so okay. mad for a second. Hey there, folks. Nails Because he was all about, he got on my case because I asked him if he sold screws too. And he gave, he gave me that like look. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so no. funny. <laughs> Like somebody <laughs> fucking stole his hammer. He's got an instructional video on how to use a screw, and the whole thing is never use a screw. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's well, thanks to great. Nails uh, Lofgren from the uh, Nails Emporium, our very first sponsor. Yeah, go follow him on Instagram, everybody. Yeah. But Did you guys just... hear the uh, the other track he released from Way Down in the Rust Bucket on the archives? Don't no. Cry No Tears? No. Oh, it's really good. It oh, has a really look. funny fake ending. Okay, and, and I'm pretty sure Crazy Horse didn't know about it either. <laughs> so you guys gonna get it? It's really, it's really funny. He's very funny at the end of it. I like that song anyway. Yeah, that's a great tune. That's I don't a, yeah. understand why. You know, there's songs on there like, um, you know, like we mentioned T Bone and Bite the Bullets on there, and Country Homes on there, and he's got a lot of stuff in the '80s. You know, there's bits and pieces in the '80s that we really liked. He's got a ton of material he could have put on Weld. But he, it seems like the more I, I look at this playlist for Way Down in the Rust Bucket, I feel like Weld was kind of almost, I don't know, rehash is kind of a strong word of live rust or recreation. Or I, uh, No, rehash. I kind of feel the same way, man. It That's why I didn't, like, when we did that episode, I wasn't as blown away as you guys because I was so, it, it just kind of felt like a, I don't want to say repetitive it was different but like i i had already gotten that the feeling i needed from uh ragged glory so yeah i mean uh, the the performances for the most part were awesome on weld i love the guitar on weld i love the noise and the feedback but there was a lot of stuff he you know that he had released since then that he could have put out and if he was playing it like on this playlist you know there was a there are this set list there was a lot of stuff on there that he probably could have put on Weld. I don't know. I feel like there are guys like Neil and like, not to bring him up a million times, but like Stephen King who just, they literally just live to create content and that's all they do. Like I saw, I think I saw something on one of the Stephen King groups I follow them. Someone was saying they had lunch with Stephen King's publicist or something and they said, oh, what's Stephen doing now? Is he on vacation? Because it was like in a different city and they're like, no, he's in his hotel room writing. He just writes nonstop. 
And I feel like that's, it's the same with Neil. He just, he probably has so much shit. I don't mean shit in a bad way, like so much good content that he can like, even, you know, God forbid when he passes away, I feel like it's gonna, it's gonna be like Tupac. This is not going to stop. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he was constantly recording, you know, there was that whole full moon thing he had going and right. You know, he was always just trying to find a studio to just get in and record and do demos and, yeah. you know, constantly just get you stuff know, down on tape. You guys know what the kids call it, right? What? Slinging tent. Those guys are just slinging tent, man. Is that a real thing? I'm pretty sure it is. Slinging content. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's, it's worse when you explained it. It was better when you just said slinging tent. Can we, can we do some social media stuff since we're yeah, waiting man. for our guests who will never show up? do it um i'll go to the uh, neil young subreddit so uh, which is a great place everyone's uh discussing all sorts of stuff in neil young they got co- they post covers up there too a lot of people post covers you guys on the subreddit yeah i gotta get on, on the subreddit that. so you should get up there you guys should do some of your covers um uh, once again darren hall checks in actually this is from twitter i'm sorry uh darren hall lesser talented brother of daryl hall we discussed in the last episode um he said, glad y'all saw the light and did Lucky 13. Uh, live 80s Neil really was fun. Shocking Pinks was my, la- was my first Neil show. Then oh, wow. uh, rusted out garage at the Cow Palace and finished the decade with the Blue Notes at the Coconut Grove in Santa Cruz. It was really good times. Going back to trans and the retro futurism theme, worth noting the expression sample and hold was a 50s slang for a girlfriend. Or so my dad told me back when I first dropped the needle huh. on the groove. Check out the Berlin concert in the Neil Young archives this weekend and tell me live trans doesn't rock. Can I just Neil say can, can I just say that the Cow Palace sounds like a really fun strip club? It <laughs> sounds like a specific kind of strip club. I won't go into details. Like I've here's a here's a fun fact about me. I've never been to a strip club, but if I was gonna go to one, it would be the Cow Palace. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come down here. I got to when when they open up. I got to take you to uh, Sweaty Betty's, <laughs> Hurricane Betty's. I've never heard of Sweaty Betty's. Yeah, Hurricane Betty's. Always voted best strip club in Worcester. Okay, is this a real strip club or is this just like a weird backroom thing? Oh no, you it's do been there for, since house. I've been since I've been here. It's been there. It's been there forever. Huh. And All I right. believe so have the dancers. I'm not sure. I got to check. Right. I've also never been to a strip club. Oh come on, guys, just once. Dude, right. You've been to Vegas. No strip club, bubs. You're full of shit. I, I swear to God. <laughs> what happens, oh, well, what okay. happens oh, I get Vegas. it. <laughs> you've never been to a strip club. You're holding. You're doing the Fight Club thing. I can respect that. He also yeah, has absolutely. a fucking bear on his head. That's true. <laughs> you should wear the bear into the strip club. Yeah. The girls would love you. That would be fantastic. Can the bear get a lap dance too? The, bear, the bears would love him. Yeah, the bears. Uh, I feel like I would not. If I'm being honest, I feel like I would not have a good time in a strip club. I feel like I, I would just apologize the whole time. It's all about who you go with. Okay. Let me be your guide. All right. All right. We'll have a good time, both you guys. Um, um, Zach, Zach on Twitter, Zachy Farm said, "Oh my God, how did I not know there was a Nils sings Nils or Nils sings Neil album? Guess I know what I'm doing yes. tonight. Thanks, Long May You Young. Nice. So there we got someone Sweet. to listen to a Nils album." Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean that album's great. It is a really good album. Um, after we posted last week's episode, Sarah Lynn Carlin wrote, "I had never heard this version of Helpless before, and holy shit, stunningly beautiful! One of my favorite Neil songs, 
if this one had Joni's background vocals, it would be perfect. Mm, yeah. So. If Time by Hootie and the Blowfish was done on pump organ with a dancing monkey, it would be way better than the studio version. It's debatable. I don't know. They should try it. Did you like that I covered a little Hootie, Mike? Oh, I love you nailed. Uh, what's his name? What's the singer's name? Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Yeah, you had him down, man. I couldn't. You wrote that song, uh, Wagon Wheel. I couldn't understand you were sa- mm-hmm. what anything you were saying. You were all just like, like that's perfect. You didn't write Wagon Wheel. Every time we went through a period like every fucking folk because rock band. Because everyone thinks that he wrote it, man. He didn't <clears throat> fucking write it. Where we would just cover Wagon Wheel just for fun, just to like get people's attention if we were playing bars and shit. Where we would know each other. It, yeah. And every time, because I noticed Russ start, because Russ is a, Russ is a traditionalist. And obviously, Old Crow Medicine Show wrote that song. So every time, because it annoyed Russ, I'd be like, we're going to play a Darius Rucker song that Darius Rucker wrote. And Russ would get really mad. No, I would just, you do that and people don't know that you're being a fucking dunce. So I like to give credit where credit is due, man, because people actually think those things. It's funny, man. It's funny to me. It's not funny. I think it's kind of funny thinking people are like on their phone looking up Darius Rucker and trying to find that tune for maybe like an hour well they will find it that's the point yeah they will and after an hour they'll find it that's not darius rucker meanwhile luke's in his garage drinking well, darius rucker covers it and he covers it, it. Yeah. his version is the most popular version yeah anyway here we are it's uh half an hour in and none of the town meeting boys have showed so well, i got a couple more things on social media to kill some time um cleveland cleveland Rocks. spiders Rocks. beat you to it Cleveland Cle- Ohio, Ohio. Cleveland Spiders? Yeah, that's this guy's name on Reddit. That sounds like or, a shitty a shitty triple A baseball team. Right? The Cleveland Spiders. Right. <laughs> um another great pod. This is for the um unplug Lucky 13 episode. Another great podcast. Good listen. On the next one, you could maybe bring up the track he made for the film Philadelphia, which came out in 1993. The Haunting Hanks song. Film? Some good stories out from director Jonathan Demi on the song's creation. I didn't know. I didn't know Uncle Good Old Neil had a song on Philadelphia. Yeah, he. Um, I guess Jonathan Demi approached him to do the opening track for like the opening credits, huh. and so what he did, he uh, wanted something that kind of sounded like Southern Man. So what he did was he gave did the opening credits and put put it to Southern Man and sent it to Neil and said, "Could you kind of write something?" with the same kind of energy and a song about injustice. And Neil said, okay. And he said, six weeks later, Neil got back to him and sent him a tape. And it was a really just like, it was kind of a Neil piano, almost like a Jack Nietzsche string arrangement. Mm. And Jonathan Demi said he got into his car, put the tape in. And at the end he was in tears. He said it was just so moving, but he said it wouldn't be a good opener song. So he put it for the closing credits of the movie and Neil got nominated for an Oscar. Oh, really? For that song. But Springsteen's track on that uh, um, on the soundtrack got the Oscar. Shit. Of course. Yeah. But it's a really, yeah, it's a very, really sad song. It's a real downer. But it's beautiful. I've never seen Philadelphia. I have a long time ago. I think the last time I saw it was when it came out in the theaters. I think that was the watch last it. time. But um, yeah, um, so yeah, Neil got nominated for an Oscar for that and um, 
Jonathan, De- he worked with Jonathan Demi a lot. I was going to say, didn't he, he did some shit with him before. Uh, didn't he do other things with him? He did three concert movies with him. Yeah. He did a uh, trunk show journeys. And, Jonathan Demi uh, has done other concert shit too. I feel like he did he stop came, making sense. Yeah. I was going to say heads. he One came of the greatest up in concert films ever been in the, um, you, you talking, talking heads podcast. He also has a line of pottery that he made with Patrick Swayze. Oh, I'm thinking of Jonathan Demi more. Never mind. Come on too far. You know what, no. you know what game we were doing? The man so- died. Okay. The man's dead. Way to fucking ruin his legacy. Uh, Seriously. You know what we were doing at work today, Luke? What? <laughs> doing ghosting on pottery to fucking... Working without shirts on like Swayze? <laughs> you better believe it, baby. <laughs> fucking what? Being a doorman at a fucking rowdy were rock you, and roll club? Were you? Hey, were you being nice? <laughs> you know, the paint's not mixing right? Be nice. Oh, I just got a text from one of the boys. Oh, boy, Russ, you're not going to believe it. Let me it guess. It's Timmy, and he's going, ah, oh, probably not going to make it in there tonight, nope. man. Sorry. Not, not Timmy. That text will come in about 20 minutes from Timmy saying he's not going to make it. It's the boy. Nope. Shit. It's the bone, then? Nope. What? Who's Is that? Is it Blanche? It's, I guess it's the box? Looks like we're getting our manager, Mike. You're going to get to meet our manager, Mike. Two mics? No, we can't have two mics. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I don't where, where is he? Is he coming? He's in? not on yet. He just texted me. Said, "Hey, I'll come on." Well, that's bad. You know, that's like, that's what a manager does. When the rest of the band doesn't want to do something, the manager has to step in and kind of explain. Well, the guys are are kind of busy right now, and so and so is not feeling well, and and he's got a previous engagement. Sorry, that's you know? a good manager. I'll answer any questions you need uh, answered the best I can I can do here. Do you have a manager, Mike, for your uh, radio stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You like him? Yeah, he's right here. Yeah. Oh, boy. He takes <laughs> is 15%. It, is it Josh? It's Josh. It's Josh. Josh. That's why I'm on, on with you guys, and I'm not in New York City working <laughs> at a radio station there. I bet you Mike, our manager, will be a huge fan of all Neil's 80s albums. Right, I bet you he'll. Okay, I bet you well, he, right off. Let's ask him. You know, since you're he on, probably he, he probably doesn't know about him. But if he did, I bet you he would be a bigger fan of those than Neil's actual albums. Oh, there, there he is. is. There he is. He, looks <laughs> he must be on a ship. He looks very managerial. <laughs> Don't I though? What's up, Mike? What's the red glow? Are yeah, what? Are you doing a seance? Come on, Luke. Stop. I'm I'm getting to those jokes before you. <laughs> Those are those are your souls he has kept in a jar behind him. What <laughs> feed, feeds the beast, right? I know I have a lava lamp back there. I live like a vampire most of the time. Oh, that's good. Oh, good. Well, this is a good podcast to be on because we think Neil Young is a time traveling vampire. I will. Okay, so for everyone who's uh, listening to this nonsense monster episode, Mike is our manager. He's here because I texted him and I said no one else from the band showed up and he did the very managerial thing. Yep. This is what a manager on. does. Yep. But uh, he manages hey. town meeting. If you want to book us, you got to go through him. He's a he's a fucking hardball. But uh, you know, he's he's fair. He's fair. But Mike, we were talking about uh, right as you were coming on, we were trying to think of ways to make fun of you. But this isn't really an insult as much as it's a taste thing. I said you would probably be a bigger fan of 
80s Neil Young than any of us were. Do you know any 80s Neil Young? No. Well, I mean, I was like, what, what, Rock in the Free World, right? That was the mid-80s. That was late right? 80s. Yeah, 80s, though. But you're I mean, kind no. of... Wasn't Rock in the Free World was 89. Yeah. 89. Yeah. So it technically counts. I'm mm. talking more like uh, like landing on water, stuff like that. Because you... You're kind of a new you're kind of a new wave guy, right? You like kind of eighties music? Yeah, I mean that's what I grew up on. I mean I'm 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 but I'm like the goth alternative eighties guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay. Really. You know, so like and I've you know, I've said this with to like to Tim and, and, and you guys a few times. I never really got into Neil as an artist outside of the Dead Man soundtrack. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I like singles. I was telling Mike about that before that you, I was going to have you pitch us what you love about the dead. We're not at it yet, of course, but it'll be a little teaser. Right, right. But I mean, so like Neil, Neil to me was like was more kind of like my parents, right? And you kind of rebel against and my parents were was in were in the Crosby, Hills, and Nash and Young, and and it was there. So when I was in my teens, in the middle of all that. Neil was not something that I gravitated towards. It wasn't until I would say the last 10 years that I was like, Oh, I, I get it now in a, in a way that I never really did. But like the dead man soundtrack was just beautiful for me. So, what did you like? What did you like about it? Like what drew you? It to is it? just, it's just an odd sounding record. I mean, just the, <laughs> the, the, the style of guitar, and much like, you know, it's not something that you can cover, right? It's just experimental. It's just playing and, and, like, and just letting something be free and creative. And that's what I absolutely enjoyed about that. I like the movie, but I love the soundtrack even more for that route. But it's just out there. When we get to that, when we get to that record, if we can't get Johnny Depp, we'll have you come in and, and you can cover, you can cover that one. I think we could probably get Johnny Depp. I think we can get JD though. Yeah, you, you can you can go after Crispin Glover. You can go after Iggy Pop. You can wait, get Billy, Billy Bob, Joe Thornton. Crispin Glover's in this movie. Yes, let's get Crispin Glover. I'd rather have Crispin Glover. Way rather have Crispin Glover than Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, if you can get Iggy Pop, I'd be all in. I feel like we actually could get Iggy Pop. I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. You guys, did you ever have him on AAF? Nah, no, I don't think we ever talked to Iggy Pop. Crispin Glover, on AAF. Right? Yeah. yeah. Did you have Chris, uh, you have some Crispin time though? No. Crispin? Crispin Glover has a great album out no. uh, under under the name Crispin Hellion Glover. There's no way that's true. No, it's Seriously? absolutely true. Are you being it, <laughs> No, I'm telling you right now, it's well worth seeking out and sitting down and spending time with because if you love Crispin Glover for what he is, then you will love listening to this album. That's awesome. It you is know, so good. I like listening to is fucking Joe Pesci. No. <laughs> His records, man. Think about the opposite of Joe Pesci's records. <laughs> That's Crispin. That's Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah, you got to. What is it? Crispin song, what? Crispin Hellion Glover. And you got to listen to. Are the they song. more on Clowny Clown Clown? Yes, Clowny Clown Clown. These That's boots the are made song. for walking. That's a cover. That's the cover of that, that tune. Yeah. So it's just Crispin Glover on Spotify, and we're immediately canceling this Neil Young podcast and switching to a Crispin <laughs> Dude, Glover. Just, <laughs> a 10-part series on the one. What's the album called? It has a funny title. It's so. called The Big Problem, question mark, The Solution. 
Yes. The solution it. equals let it be. God damn, he's so fucking weird, and I love really everything. You guys about him. definitely got to spend some time with it. Keep that lava lamp going, and listen to Crispin Hellion Glover. If we ever do a Patreon, it's a Crispin Glover themed Patreon. Russ, there's 16 songs on this album. Is there just yeah. one record? Is just one? Yeah, some it, of them are like kind of like poetry or spoken word pieces. Even know, better, even oh, way yeah, better. It's just Wait, can, very, you, it's, can you play a little bit of it through? The there's thing nothing else no? like it out there. Or can I mean, I can. Pl- I'll play a little bit of Clowny Clown Clown. Hold on. That's my favorite. See, this seems like something I could like. Yes. I was walking on the ground. I didn't make a sound. Then I turned around and I saw a clown. Had a frown. Stood on a mound. Started barking like a What the fuck? Uh, okay it's how did i not know about this first of all that is the best thing i've ever heard i had that on vinyl what i've I've worked at my college radio station and it came up there i'm like is this the same crispin glover from back to the future and then it was we played it all the time Get your damn hands off her, you clown. <laughs> you're my identity. You're standing on a mound, and your frown is upside down. Give me a milk. Brown. <laughs> and that was like 19, that was like 80, 80, I want to say 88, I think. 89. 89, yeah. I'm, I'm like going to listen to this a few times tomorrow. I'm oh, very excited about this. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, Mike, you were you were a goth guy. You were rebelling against your parents. Your parents were your parents hippies? No, actually, no. My mom was extremely conservative, and my dad um, kind of came back from the war. Just like, man, I think he went through a little bit of pace, but he was a, a band. He was in the band into Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That whole bit. Steppenwolf. Your dad was in Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and you're just telling us this now. <laughs> yeah, he was in, into. Sorry. Yeah, my dad is Graham Nash. (laughs) And he won't give me a dime to help you guys out at all. That's right. You got to do it on your own, kid. That's a good father. (laughs) Was your dad the great Santini, except instead of basketball, it was like music and stuff? That's right. You got to wear a fringe jacket, sports fans. So you were rebelling against your parents. So you're, you're, you're talking about the war. You're talking about Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he, you, now are you saying he, that, so he was into like that whole scene, the band, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, a kind of Laurel Canyon. Type. Yeah. I mean, that's where, that's where he, that's where I'm from. That's where I grew up, you know, okay. LA. And, and so, so that, yeah, I grew up listening to all that. So when you get to that point where it's like, you either totally accept it and go along the route of your, what you heard, or you break away from it and go, I'm going this way. I right. definitely went this way. And then, you know, you last 10, 15 years been able to go, yeah, this is really good. This stuff is really actually good. Right. But, yeah. But were you wearing like eyeliner and like lipstick? Did you paint uh, your nails? Were you wearing like an overcoat in 80 degree weather? I wore lipstick once to a club <laughs> when I was 16, black lipstick. Yeah. Um, to try to get into a club. Actually, it was one of the clubs that they used in less than zero. Oh, and um, yeah, I got in, I was 16. I talked my way in, and that was the last, one and only time I've ever done that. Gone to wow. a club? 
Did you have crazy like Robert no. hair and stuff? <laughs> Wore the no. I mean, I if I'm gonna kind of I tried. I my goal for my hair was the original bass player from the Cult Love era. Oh yes, where it was sides sides were shaved, long bangs, long back, kind of a thing. But right, yeah. kind of like a rockabilly mullet kind of thing going on. Absolutely. Yeah. That. Oh, yep, yeah. That's that. That's that fits me pretty well, except for, no. Right. If I, you know, if I had my hair, uh, I would definitely go back to, to doing the full on mullet. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I actually miss it. You know, I'm, I miss having hair in general, but I'd probably just go full on mullet. So Mike, what Neil, what Neil got you interested or at least to listen to Neil to get past your, you know, your, your parental, uh, rebellion and get you into at least accepting Neil. Cinnamon Girl. Nice. Yeah, that's a great song. I do like how Mike has presented it as like the seven stages of of fucking what is it? Of of grief. Acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. Grief, yeah. Right. Denial. Right. <laughs> what got you into accepting Neil? Anger. That was the lipstick part was the anger. You it know? is a it is a worthwhile system for Neil as well. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's what tonight's the night was about, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah. What's your favorite town meeting album? You can't name one, can you? Uh, <laughs> and they're all they're all just so great. Oh yeah. God. Um, yeah. He's full of shit. <laughs> he oh, likes it's this. One, he, it's the most recent one because that's yeah, what it's the one he was involved in. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, what, yeah. No, I think I think I think personally the the newest record. Is it, because there's more guitar to it. It's more, more of the drums, more heavier drums, more heavier guitar. That's what he's saying is it's my, it's it's the kind of album you can say fuck you, mom and dad too. That's what he likes about it. <laughs> but in a but in a gentler Americana sort of way. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not showing up, you know, wearing fishnet stockings. You know, you're. It's more right. like you know, I'm thinking about wearing fishnet they, stockings. <laughs> I do feel bad. I feel like Mike did not really want to come on this podcast. No, he's doing a, he's doing a manager's <laughs> no, he, job right he's now. He's doing great. It's just he's I just feel so bad. He's just showing up, and he's doing the best he can to answer the questions and to put out the fires, you know, and to smooth things over. Let's get to the real nitty gritty, Mike. Uh, when you stormed the Capitol, what was going through your head? Not even touching that one. <laughs> Do you think that you've successfully made America great again, or <laughs> just, kidding, I'm uh, just kidding? Did you know that Darius Rucker wrote uh, "Wagon Wheel"? I got a question. If you had, uh, if you had, uh, if you were booking town meeting, and you had a chance for them to open for. Um, Nils Lofgren, but on the same night, you also had a chance for them to open for a newly rebooted version of Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh, who would you put them in front of? I already know you what you're going to say. For, I, would do, I would do Lofgren, and then I would <laughs> oh. go to the Echo show. Oh, while they were playing? Okay, that's, <laughs> a, good be at our show. that's a good answer. <laughs> okay, Mike, of the members of town meeting... The members of town meeting, fuck, Mary, kill. Okay, go ahead right now. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, God. 
It's not enough of us. I'm 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 completely abstaining. I'm going to be a priest on this one. I'm completely abstaining. What? We got we got a Timmy text, but it's a rare positive Timmy text. Gonna hop on Zoom in ten minutes. No. All right, and then him and Shu can talk about fish and smoking weed for the next two and a half hours. Uh-huh. Mike, you might find this story pretty interesting, or or not. I'm just killing time, right? So, um, <laughs> the very first time that I went to go see them play, the town meeting play, was at this little amphitheater park in Boston. That was and your first time that show. Yeah, that, I remember. That was the first show. Yeah, that was a fun one. And. uh and I, so I hadn't, I met Tim. I hadn't really, really met anybody else yet. Still kind of post-show. And during that set, Babe wandered off for like 10 minutes. And I was like, why did that guy go off? This, why is he off the stage? And then find out that he was completely gone and he didn't need to be there. So he just walked off and was talking with other people and then came back for his part. Little did I know that that's like going to be a re- reoccurring theme for the next year and a half during most live shows especially long ones that babe disappears and comes back when he wants to when he has to do something he's going to do drugs mike i'm pretty sure he was wow. on acid i'm pretty yeah. sure he, i'm pretty sure he took acid before that show jesus yeah. he probably thought he was going to meet jim morrison on the side of the stage yeah. <laughs> might have been he might have met him True. who played who was did was it kilmer who played morrison or uh what am yeah. i thinking of? yeah it was yeah, yeah it was yeah so he babe had his own true romance only instead of Elvis, Val Kilmer played Morrison in his fantasies. Wow. That's very like sixties, seventies, to like kind of wander in and out of the show like that. That is babe. He, he's, yeah. he's, he's in the sixties and seventies. He might be. He might or be the, traveling around time with Neil. Or the early nine like the nineties, the you know the horde tour <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah. Derek texted me too. He goes, I said, I said, Derek, Zoom with us tonight. And then he just texted me and said, I'm chilling with Abby. <laughs> so I said, so what? Hop on anyway. But that nothing. You know what and, I should do? I should later after we get off the call, I should message the Facebook and just tell everyone that I'm really disappointed in them. <laughs> do it right now. All three of us should be like, we just want to say we're really disappointed in you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and just make make Derek feel really bad. He won't, though, is the thing. He just won't care. He will a little bit. Babe is the one that I'm surprised. I thought he would for sure hop on, but I guarantee he does not know how to use Zoom. Like, I think there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, Mike's gone. Oh, He's out. See ya. He's done. Hold on. Hold on. He's taking his clothes off for a sec. <laughs> he wants to show us his box. <laughs> <laughs> it's his box in a box. These are my Smiths. And, uh, uh, yeah, this yeah, is Echo, yeah, and these yeah. are the Bunny Men. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got his Garage Doors Plus sweatshirt on. That's right. Garage Doors Plus, proud sponsor of the Breaking the Ice podcast. Mm. What's going on on BTI these days? You guys... uh Anything new? Any updates? Oh, is this some um, Long May You BTI? Uh-huh. That podcast. Long May You Shoe. We want to find out what's going on all things in Mike's life. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from Josh or Isaiah in the past four days, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Josh is running around like a chicken with his head cut off because his wife is pregnant and she's starting to you know, freak out 
about things. And he's and also Josh doesn't know. seem like the kind of guy who handles that well. I, I, I know. Just, I'm, I'm worried for his child. I'm thinking of calling DCF now. <laughs> just beat him to it. And just like say, just be on call, you know, for this guy because he's it's not abusive. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Just 24 hours, just checking right. in surveillance. Just yeah, just yeah, pop in every now and then. Make sure right. things are okay. Yeah. I, actually, I feel like he'll be a really good dad. I just feel like he just won't handle being married to a pregnant woman well. I feel like he just, not to quote Crispin again, but I just can't handle that kind of stress right now. <laughs> Josh kind of is a Crispin Glover type, isn't he? He's very Crispin-y. He's a little bit Crispin-y, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, he, Mike, he hangs out with Mike rats. Has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's half the time, Russ. That's I'm, true. What's it like being in a van with us for uh, 20 plus hours, Mike? I've, I've learned to zone and tone people out most of my life. That van ride was no different. Okay. What was it like driving from Dallas to Denver with the town meeting boys? Considering that most of you were sleeping for most of that, that it was uh, a good portion quiet. of that. Russ, a good, yeah, a good yeah, portion Russ, of that was Russ the two was with of me. us yeah. chatting. Yeah. I remember we talked about a lot of our music influences and stuff. Because I remember you telling yeah. me that, uh, that stuff because I'm in, I like the band and Neil and Crosby Stills. And you know, I remember you saying that, how that was, you know, sort of. And Mike was like, what are you, my dad? What did, what did my dad send you? Get out. <laughs> I, I quickly changed the playlist and started playing Fear and all that kind of stuff and, huh. you know, woke the, whole, woke the whole place up. Were you into Fishbone? Uh, I like Fishbone, but that was like, I was more like madness. English beat specials. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah. You're bringing up ska bands and Luke is going to lose his shit because Luke hates ska because I think he's kind of a racist. (laughs) I don't hate ska. I just hate shitty music and ska happens to be the shittiest of all the genres of music. So it's just, (laughs) and it's coming from a guy who only a few days ago covered Creed and Hootie and the Blowfish on a live stream I did. So. You know, I have good taste is what I'm trying to say. And we actually, I actually got to talk to you guys about something. I was actually hoping for... A I'm not couple. laundering the 30 bucks you made from your live stream. No, no, this isn't necessarily about that. Only it okay. relates a little bit. Okay. I, I, I was go- I'm going to wait for Tim. You want your manager to hear this? Is that okay? No, no, no. I. <sighs> all right. So, all right. Timmy's going to hop on any second, so he'll I'm sure he'll have an opinion on this. But uh Are you pregnant too? No, no, no. I uh Timmy sent me a reverb.com link for a guitar. Oh, it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like old black. Here he is. All right. Let me admit the old Tim Bones. There he is. Hey. Hey. Man. Gentlemen. What's up, Timmy? Timmy's got some weed tea going. I can see yeah, it in his eyes. Definitely. <laughs> This is the Willie Nelson podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. Now, Timmy, I'm just about to uh, discuss a serious matter with these gentlemen, and you're involved in this. All right. Is it how many times he says Winnipeg in that goddamn song? <laughs> no, but stop making fun of fucking Don't Be Denied. That song rules. And he says, that's a great song. He says Winnipeg like 30 times. He's from there, man. Uh, yeah, cool. I, I'm from here, but. I'm not going to say, you know, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. If this is the point you're about to make, why don't you tell us the name of your, uh, your solo venture, Tim? 
Yeah, it's called the Crockerville Mountaineer. Right. So who are you to say names about where you're from? Uh, I thought you were going to go with how I actually have a song called Gibson Road. Where well, I that as well. Where I'm from like eight times. <laughs> That's true. You definitely say Gibson Road way more times than Neil says Winnipeg in that song. That is directly influenced by Neil. All right, listen. We're talking about a serious matter because I need some advice. Timmy sent me a link for a guitar about a week ago. Yes. It, he said, this looks just like old black. This is right up your alley. And so I sent an offer. The offer was about 500 bucks. They accepted the offer, so I bought the guitar. Yeah, that was the right decision. I have not told my wife yet, and it's going to be here like tomorrow. It's fine. Just I, tell her it's in the garage. She's never going to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do I, I honestly got, no, no, but the thing is I have to work tomorrow and it's a signature required shipment. Mm. Mm. Is mm. she going to be home all day? Yes. Mm. It's yeah. probably not going to come tomorrow because of the weather. Does that one of your yeah. kids sign it? They take care of all the other kids anyway. Yeah. I just don't, but I, I mean, eventually I got to, the thing is I, I had an opening and I didn't take it. You know, that window where you're like, I should just mention this. It'll, she'll be mad, but I just got to get it out of the way. And I didn't. And now there's really no way to explain a guitar showing up at my doorstep. I don't know. I think just, I fucked up. Just tell her it was my fault. It's I'm going to just say it's Tim's. He had it shipped yeah, here. That's what you yeah. should say. It's there Tim's. Thank God she doesn't. And then Tim decided podcast. he doesn't need a left-handed guitar, and decided <laughs> to give it to Luke as a gift. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, there was an accidental ship of of a type of guitar that is only like one percent of guitars made. Yeah, what a fun coincidence, though. And yeah. Tim said I could keep it, no charge. I mean, if it's if you really think it's going to be a big deal, just tell her that Town Meeting bought it. Okay. Also, also. And here's a to find a silver lining in case you're worried. She'll never ever hear this, right? Ever will she listen? Oh, to are this we podcast. live right now? Yeah, she's not going to listen to this. She yeah, doesn't listen to these podcasts. So at least you don't have to worry about her finding out via. No, this. that's why. Literally, I could tell you guys anything right, right. now. There's she no way she ever Neil find Young, Right? She's not a. She doesn't really like Neil Young that much. Your wife doesn't like Neil My Young that much either. Not like Neil Young. She's not so weird. Wow. That our wives don't Wait, like Neil she, Young. Does your wife like Neil Young? She loves Neil Young. She really? saw the Ragged Glory tour. That's sick. That's She's seen awesome. Neil a bunch of times. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Luke, you said that Leanna didn't hate um, uh, Unplugged, right? Yeah, but it's because she, every time we go somewhere, I put on whatever record we're into that week. So she's like all of us coming off the 80s. So it wasn't Unplugged, it was Harvest Moon that she liked. Oh, oh, oh that's actually yeah. yeah, everybody yeah. loves that album. Everyone yeah. loves Harvest Moon. Yeah. Except yeah. for Mike. Mike doesn't like Mike only likes that weird soundtrack record. Mike doesn't Mike doesn't like I, it because Elvis own... Costello's not in it. <laughs> I own Don't rank on Elvis Costello. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm with Russ. Right. Elvis Costello sucks. <laughs> I was I almost cried this afternoon. I when Dustin when you find out today. Oh, I thought you were going to say when Dustin, uh, we found out Dustin Diamond passed away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, so like, I guess like Costello's mom passed away today and his write-up about his mom was tremendous. Really? And yeah, he, it's on his Facebook page. I was like, man, great. Yeah, but, and then I got, then you were like, get on the podcast. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> great, you came on literally weeping. Yeah, were you fresh off a cry? <laughs> Costello, good... cry. I was. 
Just a little bit, you know. Now, is that why you were salty with me in our other group chat? Uh-oh. Mm. A little saltiness going on? I wasn't salty at all. There was, I was salt, no salt at all. Shaker, baby. Shaking all over the place. Timmy. Like, oh, Timmy's coming in hot. hot. Timmy's coming high. in hot. He's got a hot <laughs> high going. Because <laughs> I didn't tag him in the imitator post, which I said was my – that's my bad. I oh, yeah. Town Meeting has a new single coming out in March. Everyone should uh, follow us on Instagram and follow Spotify? Jeez. Spotify. Yeah. Spotify. <laughs> Fortnite. That's and, I, and I told him. It's all, yeah, it's just Spotify. 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 Uh, I, told, I told him there's no salt there. I don't care if I get tagged for stuff. It's not necessarily about that. Mike, so relax. Like, now oh, you're getting a little okay salty, salty with us, all right? Stop crying, Mike. <laughs> salty Mike today. He's a salty Mike. You didn't know Allison. I'm assuming that was Elvis Costello's mom's name. <laughs> No, it was Veronica. Uh, Veronica was, was his Russ, if you oh, got it wrong, grandmother. Oh, okay, Russ, if you got it wrong, don't worry. Accidents will happen. Okay, it's Abbott. Abbott Costello. <laughs> Timmy, we were saying before you got on that uh, we knew we, we we weren't sure if you were going to come on. You were a fifty-fifty. Derek is definitely a no, but Babe, oh, we're Derek. still convinced he's still trying to get on and just unable to figure out how Zoom yeah. works. This, does he have a computer? Fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Babe tried precisely one time and then gave up. Slam! He's breaking his new couch right now. Yeah, does, does, does he have yeah, a computer? Was he trying his couch over his head? <sighs> Was he trying to get on Annalise on a landline? Like, Babe, no! Oh, fuck! Babe, just calm down. It's gonna be okay. We'll get you on the podcast. Fuck! <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh. Timmy did come in hot, though. He just called Mike salty. Mike's not happy about that either. He doesn't want to be known as the salty yeah, manager. Especially with his fucking lava lamp going behind him. <laughs> Timmy, you yeah. finally got a chance. Well, not really Timmy so much, but Mike, you can finally talk to someone else who likes uh, that shitty band. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> you can finally you talk know? to someone who likes Why? fish. Why? Well, fish is great. Fish is awesome. Yeah, Jason Isbell even said yesterday he holds Trey in high regard. He's a good dude. Listen, I actually have been listening to Fish randomly recently. I actually really like Fish, but I don't want to admit it yet. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Mike, did you grow up with Fish? Um, No. I Well, I didn't really hear them until college. I saw them at UMass Amherst. They opened for Canned Heat. Oh, one of the, uh, one I would want to see Canned Heat for yeah, sure. That, they mean, were pretty awesome, too. They were really good, but fish, you know, that was my first exposure and the whole vacuum cleaner, you know, and John Fishman wearing a dress and the trampolines. And I was like, this is fucked up, but for some reason it's, it's a lot of fun. I will say musicians though. So every live, every live fish video that people have sent me has been very entertaining. Yeah. They They seem like they put on a really good show. They do. They know how to put on a good show and they've done it all themselves. You know? Yeah. Yeah, That's the other thing. Yeah. You know they're they're a total DIY band and and uh, um, but the trampoline thing that freaked me out. I'm like they're actually going to bounce on trampolines and play. Yeah. Nils does this that. Is, this is bullshit. Neil does that. No Nils. <laughs> oh Nils. Yeah. You said Neil does that. You guys Nils. ready to see me do a couple of jumping yes. jacks? There's zero chance Neil ever. Does. I can do a I can do a fucking gainer. <laughs> it's from the Lost Circus album. <laughs> Dear Lord. 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're listening to Fish, though, Luke. That's great. Yeah, a little bit. Well, because we're basically morphing into a weird hybrid of like folk, jam, music, rock. Like we're kind of becoming a very odd and I, genre. And I'm all for it. I am I'm too. All for it. There you go, man. But I mean, I mean, when we this so- one's called the Winnipeg Triple Double. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on the Neil trampoline thing. Sorry, keep going with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I just wanted to throw in a Winnipeg for Timmy. Winnipeg. Timmy, though, that song, though, that's fun to cover, you got to admit. Luke, every time I say something on the podcast, I want, after I'm done talking, you to slice in just Winnipeg. You will do that's that. not going to happen. That's way too much. <laughs> every time. Winnipeg. I just no. did, like, four for you. No, but every time Mike... Uh, Manager Mike talks. I am gonna put the sound of someone shaking salt. Just, I'm gonna just do that. Call him, <laughs> just call him Marshall Mathers from now on. And I'll put like some new wave song. Like I'll put like uh, what's that song? Friday, I'm in love. Yeah, you put like straight or... Yeah, there you go. Put the hood up, man. Yeah, Sisters of Mercy, all the way. And then I'll find a sound sample that says "Fuck you, Dad." it's ridiculous um timmy it's good that you're it's good we finally got you on we were supposed to have you on for old ways something came up you couldn't come on to that and then i threw out to you last minute to come on during harvest moon but it was too last minute yeah but uh timmy uh, couldn't come on to old ways because he was hanging out with my boy it's probably true come on My boy, that's fucking, isn't that song from Old Ways? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Come on, man. I blocked Old Ways out of my head. I hated that album. Hey, you actually like that album, Tim? Um, I like, like, four songs on it. It's because Tim loves Willie's, he loves Willie Nelson, and he loves Willie's Reserve brand of, uh, of weed. So, um, but I like the songs that Whalen produced. It's, I thought it was, I don't know, it was just fun. Like, it's not, he's never going to be Willie Nelson or Waylon Jennings. Like, that's not who Neil is. But I think he appreciates that style of music. And so the fact that he was like, fuck it, I'm going to bring these dudes in and we're going to make this record, I thought was a cool just choice that he made. Yeah, I, I like it too. Have you heard Depression Blues? Which oh, didn't happen yeah. on the album. Yeah. But it's on Lucky 13. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think I'd, you You'd know, like that, that and my boy, you know, those are, those are awesome there. tunes because I think the rest of the songs on the album, he's kind of, I always say this, he's putting on an act. Like he's feel playing like that's country. Me, yeah. He's trying to sing like George Jones. Yeah. yeah you know? And no and, one uh, sings like George Jones. So. Yeah. But he's, he's giving it a try and it's just, to me, that just seems like it's, it's takes away a lot yeah. from the songs and stuff like that. I agree with you. I, and that's why I just view it through the lens of he brought in friends to m- try to make a record that sounds like his friends. Yeah. Just yeah. as a fun, not like it's so much as an artistic thing, but like, I think he literally thought like, this will be fun. That was my Neil. It's not good. And he had the money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do a Neil, all you have to do is say, yeah, there you go. Um, no, I agree. If Depression Blues had made it onto Old Ways, I think it would have changed my whole perspective of that album. And I still don't think it's as bad as some of the other stuff in the 80s, but it really doesn't grab me like a lot of the other stuff does. And it's it still is weird to me that it's not, like he that's not on Spotify. 
he's chosen to keep that one off. Yeah. Because even he knows it's bad, but he still puts Landing on Water on Spotify. I know. You know? What does that tell you? Probably because the Cooch fucking, like, Yeah, the Cooch probably got points on it, and he's got to pay up, you know? Yeah. But it really irks me that he's not going to release that first Old Ways session he did in 83, which Depression Blues came from, which sounds so much better to me. But he's going to put out that friggin' Yacht Rock album he made in Hawaii that we were talking about earlier. The Island and the Sun sessions there. He's, gonna that, call it, man. he's calling it, what, I wrote it down because it's friggin' hilarious. He, he called it, uh, oh, he's going to call it Johnny's Island. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the album. It's fucking Johnny's Island. This is Johnny's Island. Is that going to be like another character? Like the, is yeah. he going to be like, that's his Jimmy Buffett character? I can't yes. wait. God, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I, I want Neil Young singing Pencil Thin Mustache now. Oh, God, please. You've heard of Jimmy Buffett. You've heard of Waterface. Now meet Johnny Bird. <laughs> Johnny Bird Island. Johnny, Johnny Bird lives on Johnny's Island. Johnny Bird Train. <laughs> Cold train, kind of. Uh, that's what pretty good. Train. I like Don. I like that. Timmy, <laughs> what's your favorite Neil album? If you had to pick one, gun to your head. It would be Harvest. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Because that was my first exposure to Neil Young. My that was the only Neil album my dad had in the house, and I found it, and I just like wore it out. So. I would have pegged you for more of his like electric stuff, like uh, like even something cool. like. Everybody knows this is nowhere or something like that. Yeah, no. Or Zuma. I, no, those are good records, but no, for me, it's it's definitely Harvest and then After the Gold Rush, really close behind. Yeah, those two. After the Gold Rush is still probably I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but uh, On the Beach is is always been a sneaky favorite for me. See, that's an album I've just I haven't spent time listening to. So. Not a lot. Yeah, that's one that kind of get, goes under the radar. But is that and and then we've all talked about it a bunch recently. But comes a time. I'm sorry. Um, time fades away. Time fades away. Yeah, it, that one I haven't listened to a bunch. Comes a time. I do like a lot. That's top five for me. They do, they don't like that one either. And I I, no, do I like, like comes man. I like comes a time a lot. When was the last time you listened to uh, Stars and Bars, American Stars and Bars? Because that's a you. Oh, that's a that. that's a Timmy album. Yeah, that's a Timmy record, man. Yeah. You would fucking love that one. I'll give it a listen. Yeah, it's been. A I'm while. telling you, saddle up the Palomino and throw that one on, man. You'll want to bite the yeah. bullet all night. This is long. this is Tim hopping on the podcast finally. And we're like, have you listened to this one and this one and this one and also this one and this one? Why haven't you listened to all these right now today? Oh, I'm a normal person. <laughs> listen, that's that's because he has a life. Okay, shut no. up, Mike. Just because you like eulogy more than any of our other other songs doesn't mean you I can can't help it if that's me. like my favorite tune on the album. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just because you like dark music. The song is literally called Eulogy. Yeah. Speaking of which, Timmy's got a, a solo record. He's doing a solo record, Mike. I'm making a solo record, man. Is it all about death? Um, Probably. I mean, it's also about drugs. Okay, cool. Those are my two favorite things. <laughs> all right, then you'll be into it, man. I mean, death, drugs, and Crispin Glover. <laughs> you can make it happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Uh, that one got Mike. Uh, and also, Timmy and Mike have a new record label, and you guys are talking about starting a podcast. Is that a thing that I heard? Yeah. That's that's. I'll let Mike talk about it. Don't no. be salty about it, though. Mike, don't be salty. Talk about it. <laughs> Luke has definitely got a sprinkle going right now in post. Tim, myself, we're really kind of the brainchild of like George and Andrew. 
right? No one knows and, who those uh, people are. One day, well, so George, two friends of ours, and George is an artist himself. Well, they're both in. Anyway, two other friends, right? So the idea of the podcast, and since we're going to be using Andrew's studio, Black Lodge Studios, um, we'll be able to bring some people in and actually record something and talk to them and do band stuff and then alternate that with industry people coming in and talking about how one, how they got in there and, and talk about how they interact with bands and, and kind of go back and forth with that. Yeah. Nice. So my, you did, you did uh, a whole battery big, thing came on. You did a whole big plug, but you did not mention the name of the label. Yeah, that so I, I was going to say, uh, lesson number one, I, always I, mention the name of the band. Or, or if you're yeah, like my, if you're like Mike Chu, the first time you announce it, right, get it wrong improperly. <laughs> that was well planned, Russ. Come on, you got it. So we started a label. Me, Mike, two of our friends. It's called Dead Archer. Um, and yeah, the goal is just to to kind of help help people not run into a lot of the same problems we did as artists starting out. Uh, I know that's kind of the heart behind it too. Just making sure bands don't get screwed. So and, and people can follow you on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, all of the all of the stuff. Just look up Dead Archer. It's a skeleton. Yeah, of Dead sorts. Archer label. I think. Dead Archer label. If Mike had blonde hair, he would look like Warren Zevon's first album with that big red background. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just waiting for Johnny to strike up the band. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great Mike. record, man. It's so good. What do you Warren, think of Zevon, Chu? I love Warren Zevon. He's so Dave good. doesn't know how to turn his yeah. fucking... He's, yeah, no, he's, he's not going to be able to video. Yeah, he's on mute and no video. We Dave, got ba Babe finally joining us in the last 15 minutes, and he's muted and his video is gone. <laughs> he's here, though. I feel his here. I can see him. I feel, his, I feel him in my heart. This is great that we said he would be the one that wouldn't know how to figure it out. And hey. He figured it out. I think he oh, he's it. got his audio on. Hey. Only an hour and a half late, babe, man, but you made I've it been, on. No, I've been logged on the whole time just listening to you guys talk shit. <laughs> There's no way, man, we would see that. Zero chance. Uh, let's, hey, let's, what's, what's going on? How's it going? Fucking baked like out of his gourd too from the spin doctors, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is he still live from Rogan's studio? What's going on? He's in the red room. Dude, yeah, <laughs> what's Mike? Too. Everybody, what's with two. the red rooms? Two mics. I don't know. Welcome. That's two mics. Is, welcome to the fold. Jeez, I should have got a red room. Yeah, you got to get the red room. It's part of the cult. All right, so now we got we have Babe and Tim on from our band town meeting. Uh, Babe is finally here. We got about 15 minutes left of this nonsense, and uh, he looks like a young, disheveled Chad Stokes from Dispatch. Accurate. <laughs> He's got some kind of a some kind of a photography yeah. light going. He's He's like, like, yeah, what the fuck? Are you standing? standing? Yeah. The only light I got. No, we're losing power. What do you want me to do? How's the couch? Saving the freaking great. <laughs> oh yeah, he put together a couch after our our. We did a little showcase the other day. The babe man had to rush out to put a couch yeah, together. That's, that's a long, fine nice, couch. Nice that's couch, babe man. That's nice. Classic long couch too. Oh. Yeah, man. <laughs> yep. 
I'm going to sit right here on the couch and listen to you boys talk about some Neil for the next 15. No, that's not what this is. You know, <laughs> I don't even think we've talked about Neil. For <laughs> it is, man. You have to tell us about. Yeah, you. Yeah. Like Neil said, keep on rocking in the free world, man. That's it. Yeah, what Tim said. What's your favorite Neil record, babe? Uh, I don't know. Um, geez. I like I like the the one I wanted to come on for the newer one was the one where he sings about freaking uh, Black Rock City and GMOs. What's that one, Russ man? Oh, Monsanto, the Monsanto yeah, years. Yeah, the Monsanto, the Monsanto one. Years. That's not it's my tough. favorite. It's not my favorite one. I can't pick a favorite right now, but that's it's, the one I figured I'd come on. It is tough to pick a favorite. I feel like Babe's more. Babe's probably an after the gold rush guy. Yeah, I can see that. Babe's I I love it. I love after the gold rush. It's a classic album. I watched I I watched the Heart of Gold movie today with Neil because I knew uh, I was supposed to come on this thing. And that's just like a live the live concert. Yeah, is that the one at the uh, Ryman Auditorium? Yeah, at the Ryman. Yeah, that's it's, a Jonathan Demi film. We were talking oh, about yeah, Jonathan sure. Demi. Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. That's good. That's Emmy Lou Harris is is with him on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty cool. And, yeah, I enjoyed that. That was nice. Nice. Love me some Emmy Lou and some BK. We got to talk oh, about his films more. The, maybe we can do an episode on the Jonathan Demi trilogy. Yeah, what he did. He did three movies with Demi. Um, hey, fans fucking lighting up a goddamn bong right now. Yeah, he's well. Boys got to do. Boys got to do. See if we can hear that. Reefer. <laughs> Shoe. If you're wondering what green rooms look like for a town meeting show, this is pretty much it. Yeah, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not that far off. Well, if he's gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I gotta break out the old Slayer bowl. There we no! go. <laughs> Dude's got the old Slayer pipe. So Babe has definitely been like really hammered at shows, but I don't know if he's yeah, ever been too fun. high. Timmy has been no, uh, Timmy has been wicked high at certain shows. <laughs> Some of my, some of my best, I feel some of my best. But you don't. We no one really notices, like because you're you're just. I feel like you're pretty much high a lot. Tim used to be straight edge, Mike. I don't know if you knew this. Really? Yeah. From how like, long? How long were you straight edge? From twenty one to thirty one. I played in like punk and hardcore bands. Oh my god! You were straight edge bands too? Yeah. Jesus Christ! I can I, only imagine. I mean, I no disrespect to like. You know, they probably Macau, covered I can only imagine. But it's just like <laughs> <laughs> What what got you off like what how'd you fall off the wagon? Us. Oh, this, I, I met these guys. No. No, 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 no. 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 No, let me explain, Mike. Let me explain how this happened, okay? So Timmy joined the band and he was straight edge and he even, he has like straight edge tattoos and everything. He's like full on straight edge. Chin. Yeah. And you then the you, you don't have big X's. Oh, you don't have the big X's on your hands. And... I have it on my shin. Oh, okay. Yeah. He does have the big X. Yeah. Just promises. Kept. But then he met, he met the boys in town meeting. He joined actually weirdly enough. Timmy was part of the band before, before even babe was. And then, but babe hopped on soon after. And uh, babe is, babe is the antithesis of straight edge. <laughs> yes. 
But so no edge. But Timmy had been flirting. <laughs> Timmy owned it. He I don't know if he'll admit it, but he was definitely flirting with the idea for a while. And then we got booked to play the Magic Cat stage for the Willie Nelson show. And he's like, oh, I'm definitely gonna break edge for the show. And it's just like just in case, like, I don't know, like, he just was making up all these excuses that he wanted us to be the reason he broke edge. But you were on your way with or without yeah. us, I feel like. No, I, I probably was at that point. And, my, like, before I was straight edge, I listened to fish in high school and smoked a lot of weed. Oh, okay. All right. Like, it, it was one of those things where, you know, I, I fell in that Massachusetts hardcore scene and uh, right. all my friends were straight edge. And I was like, yeah, solidarity. Yeah. Drinking Diet Cokes at the VFW. It's yeah. also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man. It's also this far removed from it. I mean, Tim, like myself, struggles with anxiety, but hit him way worse than me. I can't even imagine Tim not smoking weed at this point. I don't no. even know what you would look like at this. Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a wreck. Yeah, just turn into a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a rat, and then Crispin Glover would come in and scoop him up. Did you go to, did you go to fish shows like fish shows like totally straight edge? Uh, you no, 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 no. Did you go it, to fish shows? No, when okay. when I was straight edge, I stopped going. So I saw fish a lot of times up until hiatus. And then I didn't see them after hiatus until last year. Oh, wow. I don't think you're legally allowed to go to fish shows sober. I don't. I yeah, think I think I've that is that. a rule. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right to me. But yeah, so I took a big break for fish. Um, and and I didn't listen to a ton of jam bands outside of the Grateful Dead, probably, uh, for a lot of those years. Wow. You know what else is funny, Tushu? When uh, Timmy joined the band, he was like anti-country. And now he's like he's the biggest country guy. He's like the biggest country guy in the band. Wow. No, That's the true. difference is I don't I'm talking about country music like there's shitty country music like Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, which is still and always shitty. And then Hey, we have Faith Hill next week. Be careful, please. Like, well, tell her her music is shitty. Mike's over the corner. I just booked you guys with Faith Hill. <laughs> That's different than like George Jones, Willie Nelson, good country music. Right. The, Guy yeah. Clark, Chris Christopherson, stuff like that. Crispin Glover. Yeah. Crispin Glover, right? Yep. Tim, Tim yeah, wasn't here for Crispin Glover. You should, you should do that again for him. I'm not going to play more Crispin Glover. I'm not going to give the audience that much Crispin Glover. They don't deserve it yet. Play, you should play that album but, but, before you guys go on stage. 100% I would do that. <laughs> oh, we're definitely coming out to Clown, Clown, we're Clown. Coming out time. to Clown and Clown, Clown. Got to come out to that. Absolutely. Hey, man, did you know Crispin Glover has a record of music? Who? Crispin Glover from Back to the Future. Oh, God. Fucking George McFly. Oh, man. That's weird. I would probably listen to it. Yeah, you guys would fucking drop acid to it. You guys should do a cover. Like, can I just explain something to you, like, about Babe? This is why this is why Babe's one of my favorite people on the planet. We played in uh, Traverse City, Michigan, like three years ago. I love those shows. And we, it was on Babe's birthday. And it, I don't know if you know Traverse City, Michigan at all, but it's like right on Lake Michigan, and there's a whole bunch of dunes, like sand dunes, like miles and miles of sand dunes. Wow. So we had two nights there, and after the first night, we said, let's go out hike the dunes babe's birthday we'll do that and then we'll like go out to this restaurant we'll get some like seafood or whatever so babe (laughs) about 
about a half a mile into this hike, pulls out a baggie of mushrooms. <laughs> it was a big bag. And none of us do mushrooms. I don't even think Timmy does mushrooms. Oh, no. And he and we're like, babe, we don't do shrooms. He's like, yeah, man, happy birthday to me. And he just downs the whole bag. <laughs> oh my god! I and it was just like, but it wasn't Which like getting that night, and he was fine. He was fine. That's the fine. thing that's so, totally like wild. About I, it. I mean, I do remember there were times along I, the the trek on the dunes where he just stopped and stood for like ten minutes. Just, that's what the Indian was talking to him. Just, oh, just, yeah. I, I Except remember I had was to, Neil Young <laughs> on yeah. trampoline. It was, it was Val Kilmer. I was literally on the beach. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh nice. That's a great one. Russman sent me that one on the road uh, on the beach to listen to. That's a good one. That's no, good I remember one. I remember having to piss, though, when I was tripping. And there was, like you said, we were in the dunes. There was absolutely nowhere. <laughs> and there was tourists everywhere. There's so many. Oh, it's so, included. That was almost a moment of, of uh, you know, uh-oh. But luckily there was like one shrub and I went and like <laughs> lied in it. Yeah. <laughs> we also, also this time last year, we were in Dallas. We played a show in Dallas and then we had to drive to Denver. And do you remember our first night in Dallas? No one brought weed because Texas is still very anti-marijuana. Yeah, we didn't fly with it. Timmy survived, but well, actually, I brought. Um, well, we're pretty oh, sure edibles. That, we're pretty sure that Tim got COVID too. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. And that was he weird because Babe, into when we, once we got into Colorado, <laughs> once we got into Colorado and Babe found the first weed shop. No, him and Timmy literally two hours before we got to Colorado, they were like Moses looking into the promised land, yeah. googling every every medicinal shop. Telling us exactly hey, Luke, where to if stop. You think, if you think that was just two hours prior, because <laughs> Tim had told me where he wanted to stop like, the day before. A week before. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, we'll hit there. If we leave there, we're going to hit this town right when they open. We're going right here. They, they carry Willie. But, okay, so, but correct me if I'm wrong. So we get into da- we fly into Dallas, we rent the van, and we have a night to kill before we're playing I in had, Dallas. I had edibles that night. Oh, did you? You Just obviously didn't share with Babe because... I did give Babe Man one of them. Okay, it wasn't enough because me and, yeah. me and Babe... Tim's dosage is uh, not even enough for me to feel. 10 milligrams. So me and Babe shared a room that night, and I remember waking up at like 1 in the morning, and he was just gone, just not in the room. And then I heard the next day that he was wandering around downtown Dallas looking for homeless dudes to to give him weed. No, I just fed a bunch of homeless dudes at the 7-Eleven. Did they hook you up? Yeah, well, I was already. I bought some weed from some guy off the street. He was like, "Oh, I'm about to buy some right now. I'm gonna run into this car and meet my buddy. Give me the money right now, and I'll run in for you." That sounds. I was like, I was, I was like, I was born at night, buddy, but not last night. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, Whatever, you're lost. And I was like, All right. I I started walking away, and then he gets out of the car, and he's like, Yo, yo. And then I, and I, he calls for me. I run back. We go up into some freaking you know apartment complex or something like that and, and then he just rips me off a big fat nug and i give him like 10 or 20 bucks i can't remember and it was really good shit but we wow, definitely wow. That it, and that's I why tried, we got sick tried to make it last all the way wait until, can uh, you tell also the first time i got uh like i knew about the coronavirus was 
from Babe because remember you went into that one shop and you yeah. said the lady was like freaking you out like she yeah. was. None of us that, were really. What was that? Tell, the, tell what that what happened there. No, I mean I don't think this was Jan, January. This was shoot. Uh, it's literally this time last this year. This was January. Yeah. January twenty twenty. Yeah, this week. Yeah, this week. It, was the, it was the weekend Kobe died. Right. All yeah, right. We were, yeah, we, we were. We were, we, we were we, at Red Rocks. We'd be in, uh, we were at Red Rocks. Oh yeah. We'd be in Not back in Dallas. Show, but yeah. I was so, dying in the. So bed. babe, tell tell that story because that that was that was pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't think any of us had been keeping up with you know the news or you know whatever was well, going on. Well, it wasn't on. really. It wasn't. It was weird. And it, it wasn't really news. It, it wasn't much. It yeah. wasn't much. You know, but anybody who was an avid news watcher probably knew. And I walked into the dispensary like probably one of the first ones, and they were like, "Hey, babe." <laughs> right and like me and tim already had a, me and tim already had like a, it was a cough an we were, yeah we were, we were already starting hey. to feel a little sick or at least i was for sure and then the girl was and i was like you know talking to her a little while i was waiting and you know like oh yeah I'm, you know we from massachusetts and blah, blah blah just flew here she's like oh you've been traveling she's like you should be careful you know yeah. they're saying that that the the virus out there right now is you know you know blah 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 you should be really careful traveling right is now. this the part of the podcast where babe admits that he was patient zero in, you know, in the united states <laughs> oh, no. well, i was eating bats at that place but i didn't think that was what yeah. you know what did when, it like the front yeah. back that's what the the homeless Dallas guy stole the babe was. He thought it was a nug, but really it was a fucking bat wing. It was just bat shit. <laughs> it was guano, baby. Called a strain of it weed. Really frosty bat shit. Yeah, yeah, but I remember you coming back to the van. And you were a little freaked out. You're like, "Yeah, she, it's the the chicken there just kept saying some some shit about China virus." Yeah. And and uh, the only and thing then, I I remember about Denver is we took full advantage of those scooters oh, we were zipping were around on those scooters yeah, and but I, whatever, spot and whatever case of virus we might have had going into denver couldn't keep up with us on those no, we scooters. couldn't we we scooted away from the coronavirus on those scoots but i remember going into like a few dispensaries with babe because i wanted some cbd because i was feeling super anxious and i don't really smoke weed that much or at all really it's, uh, but uh, I wanted to get some CBD, and every dispenser I went into, they're like, you mean like 50% CBD? And I'm like, no, like just CBD. And they're like, oh, like you want like 25% CBD. And I'm like, no, 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 just CBD. And they, were, they looked at me like the guy, the teacher in Willy Wonka when he said he only had one chocolate bar. They're like, you mean 100? No, 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 just one. Huh? And I did not find any pure CBD in Denver. They were wow. like, oh, you want psilocybin? No, no, no. I want CBD. Psilocybin? <laughs> That's not it at all. Was that you actually trying to say it? <laughs> Wait, what? Was that you really trying to say it? What? You just said psilocybin. Yeah, that's mushrooms. No, he said psilocybin. No, he didn't. He said psilocybin. I said psilocybin. Uh, <laughs> he said yeah, psilocybin. Don't, don't Listen, like I, don't, I don't do shrooms either, all right? I don't know what you want from me. Fuck off. Anyway. Shrooms, you use shrooms for anxiety too, man. You should think about that. Yeah. Microdosing, you know, just a little bit. I actually heard well, microdose. I just, you. I would try that. I would try a tiny <laughs> little should. microdose. Take the I, mushrooms. 
Take I don't the psychedelic know, pill. Oh, oh. All right. man, dropping the Neil album. <laughs> I'm excited to get to that one, actually. I'm excited to go on tour, boys. I can't oh, wait to play Brian. music again. Hang on, let's take the journey through the past here. Which ones have we covered? On, oh! <laughs> <laughs> you, just go- you just Google Neil Young albums? Of course. Do you think I know these on top of my head? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the past isn't a it's not an album i don't think but. it's a it, it there's an album attached to it yeah i yeah, have it a soundtrack yeah that's a great version of them working out words on it yeah that's like best part of it i, I do love that song though and yeah. even though the, journey the other yeah guys, words, i mean i don't think you guys oh, like journey that one as much which one journey through the past oh, well, that's, I'm going yeah, I like that that's a great song. oh yeah that's on time fades away right yep yeah. yeah, and there's some really good covers of it. Remember, there's a, there's great covers of that. So I was gonna say, there's it's on um, the movie 180 Degrees South is a good one. They have a good cover of that. Yeah, I played it. I think went for that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah we play that. Classic Neil. I'm fucking drunk, boys. All right. Well, I'm stoned. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think Mike, you, you smoke, Mike? A yeah, little he bit. Hit, he hit his Slayer pipe. Oh, I'm just joking, Russ. Yeah, he hit the Slayer pipe. There you go, guys. Can we can we talk about the fact that most bongs look like dicks? Can we just discuss that or no? Most most bulls, most bulls do look like wangs. Yeah, Yeah. so do most microphones. Yeah, I was gonna say you got your mouth on one right now. (laughs) (laughs) This does not look like a dick. (laughs) Listen, Mike, his his bear loves that fucking. Lukey's, Lukey loves a bear and a car. He likes the bear to watch. Yeah, I get <laughs> that, man. That's cool. I'm not judging. Luke, you're wearing your bear cap right now? Is that yeah, what I'm right I am, man. This fucking thing's comfy as hell. It's made from real bear head. Not <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not. I was actually, you know what was just on TV was uh, True Grit. A great Which movie. One? Which yeah. one? The new one or the old one? The, Brid- uh, the new one with, with freaking yeah. Jeff Bridges. And then awesome. they get, the guy rolls through on the the big beard with the with the bear on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's gonna be Luke in a little while. Like another great bear on head movie is Jack Black and Tropic Thunder with the panda bear head on his. <laughs> oh, yeah. That right. movie's wild, man. I forgot about that. Tom yeah, Cruise. Guess, Tom yeah. Cruise is fucking nuts in that movie. Oh yeah. That's you remember a- Tom? Remember Tom Cruise? Well, you you can just say remove the in that movie part of that sentence and you'd be right on cue all the way across the board. <laughs> That's a good call by the box, man. Tom Cruise is crazy. Why do they call you the box? He's the box. Look at him. What is <laughs> I mean, just look at him, man. We all look have a box. Our, our band code names, Shoe. What's your code name, Russ? He's Beast. Beast? Yeah. <laughs> The beast, and then what about Babe? Babe's the bone man. He's bone. <laughs> bone. Yeah, I need. I needed a new B name. I couldn't. You couldn't just stick with the, the Babe, you know. Yeah, he's already Babe. But we, well, he's we needed a new one, so we called him Bone. <laughs> and Timmy's the mouse. Tim's the only one that's not. Tim, a B. Tim doesn't even get a B because he just is what he is, which is the mouse. The mouse. And not the mouse man. And obviously, Luke is the bear. Yeah. And Derek is the boy. Yeah, Derek is the baby boy. 
See, I get the boy and the babe. I get the boy and babe mixed yeah. up. The bone man. The bone man. I'll change that. No, it, shoot, it makes perfect sense because his name's literally Baby Boy. So how could anyone not get that mixed up? It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, so then we, uh, then we go, yeah, we're town meeting. Uh, that's Luke Google. That's Russ. That's Timmy. That's Baby. That's Babe. <laughs> so it's like, no, man, you got to pick one. You guys talking about nicknames? Yeah, we just ran. We just ran through the list because nice. Mike was Mike wanted to know why other Mike was box. <laughs> you don't do weird nicknames at you didn't do weird nicknames at AAF. Yeah, you know you had one for Josh. Was it the sniff? The sniff. <laughs> sniff. <laughs> That's hundred percent what it was. <laughs> hey Sniffy, get over here. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, God, I got to get somebody on the podcast this week. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Luke's got something for us. What has he got going? Whatever it is. Trying to add someone else? Baby boy, how come you didn't join the podcast with the rest of the boys? (laughs) Was everyone else on it? Yeah, we're we're all all on it right now, Derek. We're really, really disappointed in you. What in the world? Abby and I just watched um, Captain Marvel. (laughs) I feel so bad for Mike because he's got to manage you guys. And I can't, this past hour, it's just like, wow, dude, your job. Is this the only band you manage? (laughs) No, he is. I was solo artist. Yeah, George Barber. That's just one guy, though. I mean, this is like, this is like the bust from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and the (laughs) Fishing. That's what this is like. Strong man, Mike. I I admire that. Anything Neil Young related yet? Can he hear us or just you? You're the one that wanted to fucking talk about Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it in the universe. Shit. (laughs) Just tell him we're really disappointed in him. He's got a spanking coming his way. You got a spanking coming. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love you, Derek. Hang up on Hi, Derek. Him. I hung up on him. Hung up on Did him. he hear us? You didn't know. <laughs> oh, I, turned, I turned everyone up for that part. So. Christ. All right. This has Fucking been ridiculous. Marvel, you guys are going to do a podcast on how to get your band going? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> no, it would be better than this. Don't worry. Yeah, the band that's hosting the podcast about helping bands out is this band. <laughs> that's why George is there. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, this is this has been pretty ridiculous, but in a fun. It really way. has. This has been ridiculous, but we're all drunk and high. Amen. We all, are we? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Anyone? All right. Good. All right. Uh, I should say, Town Meeting has a single coming out in March, and everyone should follow <laughs> us on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, yeah. be looking forward to that. So. It's weird right. to plug plug my own stuff. I feel like we spend so much time plugging everyone else's stuff. Yeah, we should plug our website, longmayyouyoungpodcast.com, where you can buy merch and pay for that guitar you just bought. Shh. Oh, wait. No, you don't have to be quiet. T-shirts to do that because we only make eight bucks a T-shirt. Oh, you guys already know that anyway. Yeah, we know about that. We buy hats too. Yeah, some really sexy trucker hats. Yeah. Luke, you're going to have fun editing this bitch. Yeah, whatever. Oh, man, this... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of I'm not cup. gonna. I'm not gonna even try tonight. I'm gonna, I'll take a stab tomorrow. Just keep the Crispin Glover stuff. We'll be all right. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, you better roll. You better roll us out on some crispy, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. As Pete Holmes would say, keep that crispy. Be crispy. Come on, because because Tim and Babe have not heard, so you might as well just roll. Yeah, take us out with a Crispin Glover, man. All right, Mike. You look like you want me to take us out with lawyers, guns, and money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I definitely want to listen to some. I don't know, Luke. That shit's fucked up. <laughs> wrong, wrong album, but good, good reference. All right, I love, I love Zivon. I'm going to leave it up to Luke to make uh, sense of any of the, what we've done for the past two hours. It's amazing that this has been two hours. Yeah, uh, well, we we had a guest scheduled. I mean, there's a crazy snowstorm going on here and apparently it's not even supposed to stop stop till this time tomorrow i guess yeah. the roadways are so bad he couldn't zoom you know what that's a great point Wait, can we ask babe what did he how long did you try to get on or did you figure it out pretty quick you just couldn't get on no, till then? he forgot he sent us the fucking denzel okay all right. Yeah, Babe was very excited in the group text I sent, and then here's the tech individual text. I texted him around 7.30, a half an hour after we started. I said, let's go, Babe, man. 15 minutes later, I said, hey, man, hop on. 15 minutes later, let's go. And then around 9.15, he texted me, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I'm like everyone else in the world. I don't keep my phone on me. On my person at all time. Ah, I you're so cool. Check it. Let me guess, I you don't watch TV either. Check it. No, I was watching TV. <laughs> my prediction, our prediction, babe, Pain. was you were, you were trying to get on. You just couldn't fucking figure it out, so you were just losing your goddamn mind. And I said that you had the couch over your head, and Annalise was trying to calm you down. You were like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this has been an accurate representation of the Bandtown meeting. Yeah, that's frightening. Yeah, um, if you want more of this, go over to Town Meeting Podcast and uh, sign up Town Meeting. So the uh, lesson is: Shu is genuinely impressed with Mike Flat right yeah. now. Yeah. I am. It is fairly impressive. impressive, and I feel great sadness for you also. <laughs> Especially because they're both in the same red room together. <laughs> no one can see that. Yeah, hey, can we see your hands for a second? <laughs> see the the banshees are having a seance. Yeah, be awesome. <laughs> There's some sort of candlelight view coming. Like it. All right, thanks, boys, for coming on. We had, like I said, we had a cancellation, and uh, the town meeting boys came through, even though it was a little bit later than expected. Timmy's oh, already Timmy's, gone. Timmy's gone. Timmy's gone. Timmy's gone. Timmy's Make an appearance. <laughs> That's literally also this That's is classic, like still man. accurate of a this of a gig. Perfect for the this man. This is perfect. A perfect representation because Tim, <laughs> the second he plays the last note, he's. God, does he even help load out or anything? Oh, he loads his shit out and then oh, he's. Oh, that's a dick move. He can help load out, man. <laughs> we call that we call that Timmy time. Is what we call that. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, thanks to Timmy and the babe and the Mike and uh, yeah, we uh we are gonna keep these monster episodes going. This one uh again, last minute cancellation. Town meeting boys came through. If you want to find out more about town meeting, go to townmeetingmusic.com. We're all over Facebook and Instagram and all that good shit. Um and then Tim and Mike have a new label they're working on called Dead Archer. I am I saying that right, Mike? Yep. 
Dead Archer. Look that up on Instagram. You'll see a cool skeleton. I think it's logo. called Salty Archer. It's not called Salty Archer. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, Neil Young, long live Neil Young, lo- lots of cool. <laughs> I don't know. At the end. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Neil Young. Right about. This and, is going to uh, be a weird, uh, a weird yeah. edit. And, you know, and, and, you know Neil Young. <laughs> Come on, Luke, you hear what I'm doing? <laughs> Neil Young. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance Later. for this episode. Hey, nice to see you, man. Nice to see you all. Bone. Right. Nice to see you, man. See you, babe, man. Take it easy, guys. See you, boys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.